everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Marx's Takes. I'm recording this Sunday night. The playoff matchups just went final. I'm going to be diving into them, talking about the ones that I'm interested in, talking about Clippers, Mavericks, the play-in tournament in the Western Conference, and I'm also going to get into some of the Eastern Conference matchups. We're going to be talking about my beloved Knicks and their matchup and how they finished up the regular season and I'm kind of recording this pretty much no script really just totally free free mode because I'm just excited to get on and record I kind of want my raw reaction to everything the matchups what I think about it I don't really want a lot of time to like digest I just like want to get right into it so Let's just jump right in. Okay, so I'm going to pull up the matchups. I saw there was like, here we go. So let's just jump. Let me just, I'm just going to say every matchup, okay? In the East, we got the three-seed Bucks versus the six-seed Heat. That is a great matchup. I love that. We know the Heat took out the Bucks last year in the Mickey Mouse bubble, so... We'll see if the Bucks can redeem themselves and beat the Heat. I think they will beat the Heat, but you never know. Knicks, Hawks, love that. And then we got the play-in in the East is Celtics, Wizards. I love that. I would put some money on the Wizards, honestly. And then we got Pacers, Hornets. And then in the West, we have Nuggets, Blazers, Clippers, Mavericks, and then the play-in tournament is Lakers versus Warriors, Grizzlies, Spurs. Wow. I mean, this went final six minutes ago, so I'm here now recording. Let's just get into the Clippers matchup. Clippers, Mavericks. This is a rematch of the first round. This is not what I wanted. Personally, I wanted I wanted the Blazers as the preferred matchup. However, I obviously think the Clippers are much better than the Mavericks, but the Mavericks do have this weird personal vendetta against the Clippers. They think, I mean, I guess after this series, there will be some history, but, you know, we beat them last year in six. They beat us by 50 points. They did beat us 2-1 in the regular season this year. It doesn't really matter, honestly, but just putting those stats out there. So... It's going to be interesting because last year in the Mickey Mouse bubble, Porzingis was injured for like the last two games, so he didn't play. But, you know, we have Surge now. Zubak is much better. So that's going to be interesting. And, yeah, so honestly, that wasn't my preferred matchup. But, you know, at the end of the day, It is what it is, and the four-seeded Clippers will face the five-seeded Mavericks in the first round. So, very, I don't know, I'm just kind of bummed that the Clippers, like, totally botched those last two games, you know, versus the Rockets. I think, like, one out of two would have been fine, but to totally tank both was just absolutely embarrassing. It was just really really embarrassing. However, I am excited for Marcus Morris to just absolutely clock um, Luca. I mean, the Luca part, I haven't even really, I need to take like five days off before this. So I need to take, I need to take 
five days off. I need to do some self-care because I am just not emotionally ready to watch Luca bitch and whine to the refs for like two weeks straight or however long a playoff series goes, 10 days. I'm just not prepared. He's, I think he's actually gotten exponentially worse with the whining and the complaining this year. And I guess that's what happens, you know, as you get older and older. But I do think that it's going to be, it's going to be tough to watch. I feel like that series last year in the bubble was, it was good because the Clippers won, but I also think it was a bit traumatic to me because they, I started to see, okay, like, this isn't the best team, okay? They started to kind of unravel a bit in that series. And I know the bubble was frauds, whatever, but I still have nightmares thinking about that shot uh, over Reggie Jackson. And I can't deal with Reggie Jackson guarding Luka. That gives me the same type of nightmares as Trez guarding Jokic. Like just own the Blazers in the regular season, you know, just own them. And... Now we, I fully was expecting to play the Blazers, who we owned. Like, we owned Dame in the regular season. And now I kind of got to completely switch up and get ready for the Mavs. And it's frustrating. It is very frustrating. I just look back on a lot of games this season that were so winnable, but they lost. And, you know, the Nuggets and the Clippers, you know, they finished with identical records, but the Nuggets did have the the tiebreaker. So I I also think back to that Saturday night game that the Clippers lost. I think about that a lot and how the tiebreaker was a big deal. Uh, like, you know, two weeks ago, it, it may have not mattered that game, but they finished with identical records and the, and Denver got the tiebreaker. So that's always interesting because just crazy how that stuff works out, honestly. And, We'll see. I think the Clippers, if they really play like their best basketball, I really think that the Clippers can beat the Mavericks in five games, maybe six at the most. But I'm just not excited for the foul baiting, the complaining. He's just like, you know, I wanted I wanted to go to Staples Center and get and watch one of the playoff games. And I just a part of me wants to hold on till till if the Clippers make it to the second round because I just don't want to watch that foul baiting, complaining, like live in person, you know, I just don't, I don't want to do that personally. So we'll see what happens with that if I do end up going to the game or not. But I think a part of me would, would just rather wait to the second round because I just don't want to see that complaining, foul baiting. He is one of my least favorite players in the league. And I don't have a really a least favorite player on the Blazers. That's why I was kind of excited. Like, I don't mind Dame. I actually like CJ McCollum. I just do not like Luka. I don't like Porzingis. I don't like their fans. Their fans have been hungry, I think, for this rematch for a really, really long time. I think that they're kind of hooked on the fact that, you know, Porzingis was injured. And if Porzingis was you know, wasn't injured last year. I think that a lot of Mavs fans strongly believe that they could have beat the Clippers last year. You know, we, we don't know. We No one's ever going to know if that's true or not. Injuries are a part of the game, and it sucks, but that's just the par- a part of the game. And I think they've been holding on that. I think 
they've been holding on to that now for a long time and they're ready. And as I'm recording this, by the way, I'm watching the Clipper channel. They're replaying that Luca shot um, over Reggie Jackson. I don't know why. I'm not listening to the audio on the uh, I'm not listening to the audio on the broadcast, but again, like I'm just I'm not mentally prepared for this. I feel like the bubble was like two weeks ago and now like we I have to go do it again and like you know like Dallas, it wasn't the most stressful series, but I think it really messed up the way that the Denver series was played. It just like I don't know. I think they really started to unravel last year in the bubble. Obviously, it's different. We have a different team. We have a different coach who hopefully will make adjustments about Luka, just not letting him drive up, you know, in the middle of the lane and and make a layup and foul him, who will make adjustments on Porzingis. You know, that's what I pray. You know, from now until until game one, that's what I'm going to – I'm going to pray that Ty Lue – ends up making these adjustments. So we'll see what happens with that. So let's move on to our next uh, game I want to talk about. The next series I want to talk about in the West is the play-in. So that's Lakers-Warriors. Now, I was thinking about this today. If you told me that that was going to be the play-in game back in December, I would have laughed so hard. I would have been thinking... You're crazy. Like, there's absolutely no way that's true. And just a crazy way the the NBA works, the play-in tournament works. Adam Silver was really smart and got the Steph Curry versus LeBron matchup that was so prized in the NBA. Obviously, different team for LeBron, but, you know, that was so prized in the NBA for years, and they still can get that matchup now in in a play-in tournament that wasn't even a thing one year ago you know or whatever one and a half years ago so I think that's pretty crazy that they that that rivalry can still live on even though it's not the finals we can still get a play-in tournament game with the two of them Steph has been playing out of his mind he dropped like 45 today he looked unconscious he like took off his jersey like lifted up had like a little nip slip thing going on and yeah so he's looked unconscious I've seen Curry go into Staples Center and play out of his mind they did it on MLK Day I believe this week and I mean not this week sorry I'm very tired this year they went into Staples won and shock the world, and that's really all they need. It's just one game. Can the Warriors win? I'm not sure, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. So if the Warriors do win, they would be the seventh seed. The Lakers would play the 9-10 winner, so the Lakers would beat whoever that team was, and then they would be the eighth seed and face Utah. I personally would rather have the Lakers play Utah than Phoenix. I think Utah you know, is a way harder matchup for them than Phoenix. I think Phoenix, I think Chris Paul really wants them, but I think DeAndre Ayton is so soft that even Drummond, Anthony Davis would just eat that up. So I think Utah is a better matchup for them home court-wise. Utah has home court, so does Phoenix, but something about that Utah home court is scary hours for sure. And I prefer that Utah would play the Lakers in the first round and the, and the Lakers would be the eight seed. Obviously, that's kind of reaching because 
the Warriors have to beat them in the 7-8 game. But again, I'm just blown away how the NBA, it's like a puzzle in every year. You know, you're putting back the pieces and you can still get that Warriors, Cavs, you know, nostalgia type of matchup. Again, even though LeBron's on another team, they really value that that uh, <clears throat> that Curry-LeBron matchup. And it's absolutely, I mean, just crazy to see. And I was actually, the Lakers did beat the Pelicans. However, I read that LeBron went back to the locker room, and yeah, I don't know. He went back to the locker room, turned his ankle, just kind of stupid for him to play extended minutes uh, in a game like that, but we are getting LeBron, Steph. I know LeBron has nightmares about Steph because, I mean, I would too, but I know he has, he has nightmares. And I love that the NBA worked out like that. And I love it. I love it. I love it so much. So I'm excited for that. I'm just excited. Like, Wednesday night. And to me, like, I know Jokic is the MVP. But Steph, to me, is, like, the MVP to me. I mean, Steph had really nobody on his team. Clay went down. And for him to be the eight seed in a in a conference that is so so tough, I'm blown away. I'm absolutely blown away from that. And I the Lakers literally have one of the best players of all time, a really talented power forward, a reigning sixth man of the year, a reigning sixth man of the year runner up. And if Steph Curry, if Steph Curry manages to beat them in the play-in, I mean that would be absolutely insane. That would be one of the probably the greatest upsets in modern American sports. And yeah, I mean I just I love that. I love that so much for the NBA. I feel like the NBA was in a really dark place, you know, really really dark place. And I really think that they got low-key kind of saved by having that LeBron-Steph matchup. I know ratings were horrible this season, but I think they're going to be able to boost those ratings somehow between the between the two of them. And, I mean, if I, I get Lakers. They had a lot of injuries, but they just had a horrible season. Pretty horrible. And... If, if someone told me they were going to be the play-in, I would have laughed. I would have laughed so hard. And the West will be interesting. I don't Honestly, I don't really care about the other matchups. Denver, Portland. I actually do like the way Portland matches up against Denver. Like, I know Denver threw the game tonight to not face the Lakers. But I actually do believe that Portland matches up well. I don't think they'll be able to guard Jokic, but... I do think they match up well. Maybe they could get like two games. I think maybe the the Dallas Dallas would beat them in six. Portland could maybe get two, at the most. But we'll see. I do think Portland. That's a good matchup for them. Phoenix. We'll see who they get again in Utah because they're waiting for the play-in, for the play-in winners, um, and they're waiting for that whole thing to 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 go down. So if we go over to the East. You know, I've been on this pod now talking for a while about my Knicks. I love my Knicks, you know. And they are the fourth the four seed. 
my two teams are the fourth seed are the fourth seed guys. Knicks and Clippers are the fourth seeds. And I'm excited. You know, I'm excited for the Knicks. They have home court against the Hawks in the first round. It's not going to be an easy matchup. I'm telling you right now, that's not going to be easy for the Knicks. I think they could possibly get it done in seven games. Legit, I think they could maybe do it in seven games and maybe maybe six. But I do think home court is a big deal for them because if they have a seventh game at Madison Square Garden, that's going to be going up. I mean, that's just going to be absolutely insane. So I do think that was huge for them to get home court in the first round because if it was the Hawks, I think I'd be saying the other the other way around. Like the Hawks would be winning a game seven at their at their uh, arena. So I I I love that for the Knicks that they got um, the fourth seed. the The other matchup that I really like in the East is Bucks Heat. I mean, the Bucks were playing super well this season. Uh, the for the past like. Ha- end end of the season, kind of. I would say the last month they were playing super well. They beat the Heat yesterday, but the Heat were the Heat were I think resting a lot of players. However, this is going to be interesting because I do think that the Bucks are going to get their revenge. I I remember that the Heat did beat them in the bubble last year, in the Disney bubble. The Heat just absolutely shocked them. I think beat them in five games. I think it was almost a sweep, but I think they beat them in five. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but um, yeah. So I do really like that matchup. I do think that the Bucks will probably beat them in six. I would say. I the thing is, I never know what's happening with the Heat. They're very inconsistent. They were so bad at the beginning of the season. They kind of turned it around, and now they're the sixth seed. They avoided the play-in, which was great. But I do think that the Bucks are pissed off about last year. You know, they were one of the title contenders last year, and then they got just absolutely exposed by a team that no one really cared about, which was the Heat in the Disney bubble. So I do think that's going to be interesting to see. I do think that the Bucks are going to get them. Get revenge. They're mad about it. So I, I'm fully expecting the Bucks to... To win that in six. I think the Heat could get a couple. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. I think Knicks, Hawks, Bucks, Heat. It doesn't really get any better than that. I know the East is kind of boring. And like, you know, it was all about the West. People were sweating out. People were sweating out the West. What was going to happen? But the East was also pretty crazy. I think these two matchups here, Bucks, Heat, Knicks, Hawks, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Two really, really good matchups that I'm looking forward to. And then I'm also looking forward to another one of the play-in tournaments in the East. I don't really care about Pacers-Hornets. I mean, those are two teams, honestly, that I that aren't really going anywhere. But the Celtics and the Wizards is a very, very interesting, interesting game. I think the Celtics have been so horrible they are the seventh seed though so they do lose this game they would be the winner they would play the winner of Pacers Hornets but like I'm very tempted to put some money on the Wizards the only thing that concerns me a bit a bit about the Wizards is their health Bradley Beal did not look good today he probably looked 60% healthy they still won like they still beat the Hornets he still scored but his health is very very important the Celtics have been in a down, they've been in a downhill kind of spiral since 
Jalen Brown went out. I love Brown, and I was really, really sad to see him go. He's one of he's one of my favorite players in the league, and Tatum, Tatum can do it all, truly. So I would really keep my eye on that matchup. Again, I don't care about Pacers, Hornets at all. I don't care. But Wizards, Celtics, I'm very interested to see that game. See how the Wizards play. You know, they're not horrible. They're not horrible. I would love to see the Wizards be the be the 2 seed, be the 8 seed and play whoever the 2 seed is. Who's the 2 seed? The Nets. I would love 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 that matchup. I would love that matchup so much. I think that the Nets the Nets would have a really hard time figuring out the Wizards guards. So we'll see how that works out with that. If it's if the Celtics aren't playing the second playing game like versus Pacers Hornets, I do think that the Celtics are going to end up winning and and be the eight seed and play the Sixers, and then the Sixers will sweep them probably, and we'll have a little reverse bubble thing because the Celtics swept them last year. Philly was humiliated. It was pretty humiliating for Philly, and so I think Philly is all about all about sweeping them, and so we'll see, we'll see, I think it's going to get interesting, I really think the matchups to watch in the entire playoffs is going to be Dallas Clippers, both teams got better, you know, Dallas, they're going to have Porzingis, they have Brunson, they have Powell, Luka, you know, is going to be complaining and bitching. But the Clippers also got better. You know, they got Rondo. Playoff Rondo. We'll finally get to see playoff Rondo and really see if that's a real thing. You know, it's not a real thing until it happens to your team. I'm telling you that right now. I don't care if he does it for 29 teams. Until he does it for my team, the Clippers, playoff Rondo is just a myth to me. Um, New coach, you know, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think the Clippers just have to we'll just they'll just have to be mentally tough and it really really rides on how Paul George how Paul George can play. You know, obviously he he can't do the pandemic P pen, pen pandemic P thing because that's just not going to work out, you know. So, it's really riding on Paul George. Knicks Hawks, like I said, great matchup. I think whoever the Lakers are gonna play, if it's the Jazz or the Suns, it's gonna be interesting. Really, really interesting stuff. And then again, I said Bucks Heat. All these matchups are great. I really think the only one I'm not really gonna pay attention to is Grizzlies Spurs. I don't care. I don't care. I'm just telling you all, I don't care. Pacers Hornets don't care. Nuggets, Blazers, don't care. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Those are the three series or games I'm not really going to pay attention to. Because I don't, again, do, do not care. So, we'll see. I'm going to come back. I'm going to be on here a lot more frequently just talking. Because it's going to be, things are going to be, things are going to be moving fast, you know. So, I'm going to be on here a lot Talking, I'm gonna be live streaming too. I, there's nothing better. 
There's nothing better than a live stream during during a playoff game. So I'm going to come on here. I'm excited. I just have to take like three days off to do a, a mental break because it's going to get crazy. It's going to get just absolutely nuts. And I have to really mentally prepare myself for what's about to occur. And so, yes, I will be back in a couple days. Thank you all for watching. Have a great night, great day whenever you're listening to this. And I'll catch you guys later. Peace out.